0: You may begin to feel anxious or excited. Honest, deliberate, engaging, uncensored. High dosage administration can cause adverse reactions. And most importantly, independent in mind and execution. This is a normal response. Are you ready
1: for our sports worldwide?
0: Massive!
2: Well, we we had a game plan and I thought um, it worked throughout. I thought we were defensively very sound. We knew that um, they were going to be a challenge at set pieces and I thought we handled that really well. I thought on this performance, uh, even though it was a loss, um, we're very proud of, of the way we played. As I said, if we had taken our chances, if we had made better decisions when we had maybe 2v1 and trying to go on our own, um, you know, we could have uh, had a different result. And even if they scored at the end, we have still maybe had a different result.
1: Marawa, you brought a man that I used to enjoy watching long back when he used to
3: play for a club in a called Kepe Kepe what a legend you got the uh, Mr. Marawa who have uh, crashed, uh, our league in the defensive midfield I got I got Romian I got, uh, I got uh, in the same list uh, Mr. Marawa
2: Robert Marawa, live on 947. Boomer FM, Rise FM, and Soweto live. Hashtag
0: MSW. Well, it's not every day that we start the show, and there is big breaking news coming through from Sky Sports News, saying that PSG have accepted Al-Hilal's £259 million offer for Kylian Mbappe. Is that the move that he's looking for? Is that the right decision to take? Will he accept it? We all know that everyone's been talking about him potentially going to Real Madrid, uh, but yeah, it is. As we start the show, Sky Sports News reporting on the deal: PSG accepting Al Hilal's 259 million pound offer for Kylian Mbappe. What's your take on that one? 06070804840607080484. 060-708-0484, 060-708-0484. It's been a dramatic weekend. On all fronts, we're going to make sure today that this show belongs to you. You will be chatting to us, 011-888-947, whatever caught your attention as well over the weekend. The FIFA Women's World Cup seems to be taking the top spot, isn't it? We clearance from some mirror and the Germans will come once again. And cross
4: is headed in for the opening goal. Easy as you like by you-know-who, Alexandra Pop who moves into joint fourth spot alongside Celia Sasic in Germany's all-time goal-scoring list with her 63rd goal for her country. And she scores for a third consecutive Women's World Cup. Floating it towards the back post as they look for a third goal off the frame. And it might fall for Bull here, it's three. Right at the start of the second half plays at the near post. Oh and it's gone in. Has it yet crept over the line? Who got the final touch and who will be credited with the goal? Goodness only knows. Is it a hat-trick perhaps for Alexandra Pop? Looks like she's claiming it. If that's confirmed then it is her fourth hat-trick for her country and her first in 4 years. Schuller in position in the box, the cutback for Latvine instead, it's Schuller, it's six. Six of the best from the Germans as Morocco are put to the sword on debut at the FIFA Women's World Cup
0: and we have the biggest margin of victory yet in the tournament. 6-0. Six 0 unbelievable scoreline indeed in Melbourne, Australia today uh, to move to the top of Group H at the 2023 FIFA Women's World Cup. So the German captain Alexander Popper says that the win uh, will fold them with confidence for the rest of the tournament. Pop scored two goals as the Germans have showed why they are considered uh, to be one of the favourites for the uh, tournament itself. So if you watch that, you would have seen all of those goals. Then a later game as well, where to talk about high scoring. Uh, day that it's been. Well, it started off with Italy taking on uh, the Argentinians. Uh, an important group because that is exactly where South Africa is. Uh, so Italy beating Argentina uh, by a goal to nil. So full-time score uh, was 1-0 to them. Uh, a goal, in fact, scored by Girelli uh, with three minutes to go in that game. And the final game for today was the Brazil versus Panama game. And yeah, you can guess it. Who won that one. It was the Brazilians. Goals to know, but let's backtrack now to yeah, the banana banana game. You watched it, we all watched it nice and early on a Sunday, waking up to football of the highest order. And I gotta say, guys, I gotta be very honest, I thought it was a gutsy performance, really gutsy performance, given the ranking. Of Sweden, Third in the world, South Africa coming in as underdogs. Yes, South Africa are African champions. Uh, but when you look at the gulf between Sweden and South Africa, I just thought that the ladies did well. I'm not about the blame game. I'm not about what the goalkeeper did or didn't do, why this one or that one didn't play. I'm not about that. I'm about what I saw in the 90 minutes. Yeah, we can analyze. We can always talk and be the wise ones after the fact. Uh, but give me your honest, honest opinions about it. Oh, look at that pace there from Atlana, she's reached the ball, she wasn't the favourite, Atlana's effort, Mushevich has lost it! And it's-
4: Rate, a huge moment of joy, and potentially in this World Cup, one of the big early stories. What a moment for them, you can
2: see how much it means to them. Hopefully the player's okay, is it the goal scorer? But look at this, Katlana. Pace, power, determination, get to the ball first, and there's only one thing in her mind, shoot, get a shot up on target. Pusovic, she's already gone going down, so she can just get a touch. And then look, look at that. Get on the second ball, get that ball across the line. Beat Anderson to it. And my guy, that's a fantastic right place, right moment, right reading of the situation.
3: Hey, Rob. I just want to comment about uh, Banyana and Sweden. Our girls, they've tried their best, but it was not meant to be. I would like to wish them luck in the remaining games against Argentina and Italy. It's not going to be easy, but uh, good luck, girls.
5: Hi, Robert. It's Ebi Molloy from Machurena, With uh, regards to yesterday's game of Banyana Banyana, I uh, I did expect it it, that it will happen. Uh, Looking at what happened before they leave for the World Cup, and I knew somewhere, somehow, mentally they are not very fit and strong, that they will somewhere in one of the games or two games they will crack, but the, in any case, we wish them uh, good luck in their next coming games. Hopefully, they will uh, be strong and then win the last two games. Thank you very much. Good evening, Mr. Rob. It's here. Good evening to them, Mr. Welshelders. Yeah, what a weekend! What a weekend! We could react on. Uh, on the uh, things that are happening in uh, pre-season. We could react about the signings. We could react about Kaiser Chiefs losing in Senzene. We, loo- uh, we could react about Sundowns and Paris representing the country in Europe and uh, keeping the standards. We could react about all of those. Uh, but of, of course, the standout one would be uh, the FIFA Women's World Cup. First and foremost, uh, hard luck to the girls. And I really feel that it was a good performance. Uh, maybe there was a lapse in concentration from what I saw, especially towards the latter stages of of the game where the gamers won and lost during those times and sadly uh we lost the game towards the end of the game i, I mean they should keep their heads held high you know there's still hope that uh, we could Uh, Farewell in the second game And uh, we could call those in the next round of the competition So I'm still confident that they could get the job done Uh, We just have to beat Argentina Which is Going to be a tough match But I really do believe that the girls can get the job done But uh, hard luck to the girls For losing the game against Sweden I really thought that they had it in the bag But uh, anyway, it's okay On to the next one uh, and our next game is against Argentina. Whether we're going to be up or we're going to stay up, yeah, we will not miss that game for anything else. Great job as always. Thanks.
6: Good evening, Mr. Marawa, and good evening to the MSW listeners. Hashtag Reaction Monday. My Reaction Monday is based on the Banyana game against Sweden. I think the team played very well, Mr. Marawa, and they showed resilience and dedication. Since we were playing against an invisible team and going to the game, I think we were underdogs. But I think after the game, we convinced the world that we aren't just to add numbers but to compete and i believe going forward we will represent africa very well mr marawa since our only pass both zambia and morocco have suffered heavy defeats and i wish manana all the best going to the next game against argentina on friday thank you mr marawa great show it's your ordinary monday this reaction monday hashtag msw
0: Yeah, I did say it is your show tonight. Uh, we're throwing it right back at you. It's Reaction Monday, 011 8838947. 011 8838947. Otherwise, you can send us your WhatsApp voice notes.
6: Babu Marawa and the Sholas <laughs> of a Show, Patrick Lona. Hi, Marawa. Aguma, national team, just meleko. Australia, and New Zealand. Aguan Cup. Hey, Zabuyapa. Zabuyapa. Abanyabas Torelo 6-0. Abanyabas Torelo 5-0. Agunzi, mapa. Ah, uh, the Abu Yafa. Far Ah, but Marao. Um, but when it's not fair. Ukchacha, Ama am going to I'mantombazane way to end the last leg. Ayo. Um, I mean, they were playing um uh, the number three ranked uh, team or or is J. Sweden. Then, then Morocco na Ivory Coast in two ties. Then the last leg, Mtabeni panbi, we guche Then Japan shocked us. With uh 5 nil victory over Zambia. But Marawa, I... This was a big games at La Lago. Madrid managing to get a victory over AC Milan. Uh, Man City doing what they're doing the best with Holland yeah, having a victory um had uh praise uh I mean so to speak and many many United uh managed to beat us, uh, <laughs> I think uh, it's really showing uh at least with uh Chelsea, yeah. I think Mar Marizio is doing something with checks uh and come Then coming back on a like Africa. Baba Marawa aish. Here's Chiefs, Chiefs. I am senza this season. I am last. as usual. It's Reaction Monday. Hashtag MSW.
0: All right, so which other sporting activities caught your attention of the weekend? Well, I can tell you that uh, dominant Formula One leader Max Verstappen ran away with the Hungarian Grand Prix by a mighty margin as Red Bull made history with a record 12th victory in a row yesterday. So McLaren's Lando Norris was runner-up for the second straight race, but 33.731 seconds behind the checkered flag on a very, very hot afternoon. Verstappen's teammate and closest title rival Sergio Perez. I uh, had to settle for third after starting ninth and also chasing Norris in the closing stages before the Britain uh, built up more of a buffer.
7: It's something um, I think we can be very proud of as a team. I think also over the years, you know, nowadays it's probably even harder to achieve because the gaps between the teams is even smaller, you know, back to when it was in the 80s. Uh, but nevertheless, also there, you know, to do that also there, you know, the retirement rate was a lot higher. So to do... Eleven wins in a row, uh, and now twelve in a row. Uh, it's yeah, crazy. Hopefully, of course, it doesn't stop here. Yeah, good race. I tried the best I could to keep up with Max, but he was too quick again. Uh, so the challenge was making sure we stayed ahead of Sheiko and the rest. But the pace was good. We struggled probably a bit more with Deg with these hotter temperatures. He didn't suit us maybe quite as well as what Friday did. So made my life tougher. But uh, nevertheless, P2, good load of points, another podium. So very happy with the whole team.
8: Yeah, it's uh, obviously a good a good result. Um, now I just have to find that consistency and uh, make sure that. Uh, we operate on that level but uh, it's been a very good day in the championship i mean for the team to to do this this record of 12 victories in a row it's incredible to be part of and uh, yeah now i'm looking forward massively to 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 belgium
7: okay. honestly there wasn't a lap that i enjoyed driving the car today because the car wasn't really didn't feel good today at all but um for some reason we just generally uh just lacked pace and it did get better towards the end but still it was uh, it was pretty tough and i knew that i wouldn't be able to catch uh Sergio, uh, or at least past the Red Bull, because they're uh, obviously so quick. But uh, you live and you learn. Yesterday was a good day, and we'll uh, you know, take take the positives from yesterday. Um, but we're a long shot away from winning at the moment. To still be up there um, on a track like this, on, in conditions like this, is a massive confidence boost, and I think we can be confident everywhere we go now. The car is feeling great. It's, it's obviously disappointing that we didn't get more points as a team this weekend, because... Perhaps if we were both, you know, starting in the top four, you know, maybe one of us or even both of us could have had a podium today. When you uh, when you have two cars fighting against one other team, um, you always have a bit of an advantage. So that was a shame, no doubt. But we learn from it. We move on and it's a good point for the team championship. Today, honestly, in pure race pace, I think we weren't that bad. It's just that uh, with the slow pit stop plus the five seconds penalty, it puts us in a very difficult situation for the second stint, and uh, there we lost a little bit. Uh, we lost, We lost too much to the guys in front. Uh, I I think at least Oscar was reachable, Lando was maybe a bit uh, more difficult as they've got a bit more pace but uh, um, yeah there's definitely a step forward we need to do because now Mercedes, Red Bull and
9: uh, McLaren are are ahead. You know as soon as I got hit, I was obviously I knew I was gonna pretty much go to the end of the field the tail and I was immediately obviously disappointed but then the next thought was please don't have damage you know I need to do this race I need to learn the car and you know, for myself as well, just keep learning and uh, physically, you know, just to do a race distance. So fortunately, the damage was was really minor and uh, I could get on with it. And I think after that, we, we made a good race. You know, it was, I'd say, pretty much impossible from the tail of the field to get back in anywhere inside the points. But uh, I think we still put on a strong showing and uh, I felt good.
10: Really disappointed, of course. Need to see what happens. Something went wrong, and uh, yeah, turned one off. The I think I was in the dirty air before breaking, and uh, while everybody bunched up. I couldn't really stop more because the front was lucky. So yeah, sorry for what happened. For some drivers, maybe was causing the in the collision. But yeah, that's it. And unfortunately, you know, the both cars were were out uh, after that. So you know, there's good consequences from racing in the back. People tend to take more risk. Uh, we knew it, and we suffer from it today. So. We're gonna be racing again next week and that's a good thing that we can you know
2: forget quickly this weekend. Previously on Marawa Sports Worldwide.
0: A former Orlando Pirates captain, uh, former Zimbabwean International, IX, you name it. But do you believe when you look at Phil Collins in a photo, Do you? is there any resemblance? He says, took Phil Collins as a black person. He looks like you. But, but he has multiple pictures of <laughs> Phil Collins. Is there a resemblance? No. The nose. Look at Phil Collins, look at me. There is nothing that you can see. There is no similarities at all. That sounds like a name of a song you could sing. And then you ask Phil Collins to be there with you and do a duet. Phil Collins and I in that thing. Don't you think? No. It's, it's in the air. It's in the air tonight. <laughs> I don't even know this song. <laughs> <laughs>
2: here, the song. Hashtag
3: MSW. Hashtag MSW. It's <laughs> ordinary
2: Monday. On, it's Reaction Monday. Hashtag
11: MSW. <laughs>
1: Hi, Robert, it's Winston. Uh, the weekend, oh, Banyana, look, I'm going to say it honestly, Banyana, Banyana played dismally. I mean, when it comes to Bafana, Bafana, we always point it out and say, you know what, they did this and they did that, and if they played bad, we always come out and bash them. With Banyana, we always try and take it easy. This past game, the game that they played, even though they lost, uh, I mean, they lost um, 2-1, but they played dismally, Robert, Dismally. And another thing, I just feel who Desiree Ellis has a favorite. Uh, There's a number nine who plays for Sundowns. I think it's Mtoy her surname is... Decent number 9. There's a right back that plays right at the current. She was playing at the current game that I was playing, uh, I think uh, her name is uh, Ramalepe. She plays right back. I mean, she looks like she's 16 or 17 but plays like she's 9 years old. I mean, you have a decent player, that defender there that's called, uh, what's her name? Uh, Nokomoto. She could have played right back but she decides that she always plays that girl. She looks very small, Robert. And she plays like she's 9 years old but uh, hey, i just disappointed, man. I'm just disappointed and I think that's realistic should take this loss because she has her favorites. She does have her favorites. The whole team played bad. Sorry for just singling that single girl out who plays right back, but hey, she's worse, man.
0: Yeah, he's fed up Winston, isn't he? And I think uh, the player that is referring to is Holweni. But I did say even on social media that that's not her usual position. So for whatever tactical reason, uh, she was made to play there. And yeah, first off, she struggled. She really did struggle uh, in that position. And that's why uh, Sweden were loading all of the attacks on her side of defense, which made sense, which tactically was a good one for them. Uh, but I hear you, Winston. I hear you. I'm not too sure, though, when you go as hard as saying that they played dismally. They might have not enjoyed the ball possession. Sweden might have with about what, uh, you know, ball possession stakes weren't too bad. It's, it's, it's about what you do with the ball possession. So Sweden, 69% of that ball possession. But you look at the shots on goal. South Africa had four on target. Sweden had six. That's not too bad. Goal attempts, you know, Sweden had 14. South Africa had 11. And there's many things that we can always say about the the ladies' team and where they come from. And I'm not too sure on this one, Winston. When you say they play dismally, maybe somebody else agrees with that. Is that the apt description for them? Dismal?
3: When the tough gets going, the going gets tough. Good evening. I give Banyana Banyana 7 out of 10 for their performance. Number one. Let them guard against giving away unnecessary set pieces at the back. Aerial balls are a downfall to the team. And as for Zambia and Morocco, very unfortunate. The teams from Africa seems unfortunate. But the gods will return four teams in Africa. And I wish that the courts look after Banyana Banyana and they make it to the second round. It's bad, it's tough, out there, but they're good. show as always. Amen. I think they did their best and I still wish them all the best uh, in their next game. That's all, Mr. Marawa.
0: Good night. Yeah, they did their best, didn't they? I suppose the, said can, the same can be said about Australia. Retaining the Ashes after rain prevented any play on the final day of the fourth test against England at Old Trafford yesterday after weeks of blockbuster entertainment uh, in the closest and most exciting Ashes contest since 2005. Australia have that insurmountable 2-1 lead uh, with one test left. England, though, needed to win the five-match series to take the urn off the holders Australia. Now, their captain, Pat Cummings, had those to say?
7: Ah, uh, I think, yeah, it's a bit of a strange one. I think, you know, as a group, proud that we've retained the ashes, um, but it's, you know, off the back of not our greatest week. Um, so, yeah, it feels like good that we've won the ashes. Uh, sorry, retained the ashes, but we know we've got a fair bit of work to do for next week, a few improvements to make. And uh, I think, you know, across the board, um, you know, in all facets, we, we just weren't at our best. Um, yeah, it happens. I think the good thing is you look at kind of the body of work of this team and, it's quite rare that we have a off week kind of across the board. So, um, yeah, you know, don't think you can put your finger on just one thing. Um, you know, I also think they played really well this week, which probably um, highlights a few of those areas even more. Yeah, I don't know, hard to kind of rank them all. Um, uh, I think, you know, as a bowler, probably frustrating, and that's, yeah, didn't bowl very well at all. Um, kind of up to my standards, i try and keep myself too so i think in some ways that's frustrating um in terms of captaincy i think there's been a few of those moments where um you know the batters play well have a good partnership the game moves very quickly um we probably knew coming to this series they were going to have a couple of days where you know everything went kind of their way and the game moves really quickly so it was one of those days so yeah tough frustrating um but yeah that's cricket we've been on the other side of it plenty of times
0: England captain Ben Stokes says that it was a tough pull to swallow as rain ended the side's hopes of regaining the Ashes after an utterly dominant performance
9: at the Emirates Old Trafford. I think it's the first draw, isn't it, for us so far? Yeah, so uh, it's no fault of our own. So try and take it positive out of everything, to be honest. Um, but look, we we did literally everything that we possibly could, and yeah just sometimes the mother cricket and I say weather cricket but it doesn't make sense but the weather just didn't help us um but we can't change that um it's just unfortunate it's a uh, tough pill to to swallow knowing that that's obviously been a the reason why we sit here with the draw but we've done everything we possibly could in the in the hours of play that we managed to get um you know after thought we were completely and utterly dominant um throughout the the hours of play we had um so yeah the it's a shame but yeah, very similar to 2019. Um, we had to go to the Oval to win that to, to draw the series. Um, you know, for us, um, obviously we'll have to to get over the disappointment. You know, today, um, and then focus on that game because obviously it is a it is a massive game for us. And two uh, two sounds a lot better than three one. Yeah, I mean it was pretty tough. I, I, I changed my position in the changing room so much today said if I watch the rain it will go then it didn't go went to the back of the dressing room to watch the golf thinking it might go turn my back still there uh, so yeah but to, it, actually the last 20 minutes was the most frustrating because I'm not sure why we we're still waiting for the place to start <laughs> I think we probably could have shook hands about half an hour before but um, yeah just frustrating day when obviously the weather sort of dictates the outcome of a game but um, yeah shame um, yeah well I think it would have elevated everything that you know, the series is already done for, for Test cricket, especially in England. Um, but I think what we've we've managed to do up until today anyway is done, you know, wonders for, for cricket in England. Um, you know, I think we'll still have the, the support um, that we have done throughout the series um, next week. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, there's no doubt if we managed to get the result of this game, the next week would have been a very, very special week in the history of not just Ashes cricket, but English cricket. So, um, But yeah, we'll be treating it as uh, as every other game. Um, and I hope that the support we get would still be there or thereabouts the same if it was
0: 2-2. Well, a quick look at tennis news now. The second seed, Andrei Rublev of Russia, defeated top seed Kasper Ruud of Norway 7 6 6 love to win a second title of the season yesterday at the Nordea Open in Bastard, Sweden. Rublev, who dropped only one set all week, won 80% of his first service points and also converted four of his eight-break chances in the one-hour, 33-minute final. Rublev captured, though, his 14th career title and also improved to 4-0 head-to-head on clay courts against Ruud, uh, who won only 15 of the 45 points in the second set.
10: I don't know what to say, because yeah, today I hit all the possible lines, all the possible frames and everything went inside. Uh, in the second set, sometimes I was thinking I, just, I was closing my eyes and I was shooting and still the ball was going in, so I don't know. Today, I guess I was really lucky because in the beginning of the day I was thinking because of the rain, when we're not going to play, so I was not really even motivated to play, but then uh, when they told us, okay, you have to play somehow, I switch on and I was able to play a really, really great match today. That's what I say, I was not really motivated to play today because they, they, all the referees, they said for sure today you not going to play most likely no chance from two is going to rain uh, full and uh, most likely we're going <laughs> to move it to tomorrow so I was thinking okay at least I have one extra day to recover and then uh, and then somehow it was 1 p.m. and they say it looks like maybe we're going to start at 2 and then I, I went to lunch so it was like this.
0: <laughs> you went to lunch. Now Cristiano Ronaldo's Al Nasser arrived in Osaka, Japan as they began. The two-match preseason Japan Tour and during their tour, though, the Saudi Arabian Football Club will face League N Champions Paris Saint-Germain and also the Champions League finalists Inter Milan at the Yanmar Stadium in Nagai. Well, In addition to the matches, there will be a variety of events for local supporters including open training sessions as well as football clinics.
8: Well, we have many. This year we have many. Uh, we hope to, to win all the trophies. We know it's going to be very difficult. But I think we have um, a good team, we have a new coach, we have new players. The ambitions are kind of the same of last year and uh, we're looking forward to do it amazing season and uh, of, co- of course I hope to, to win a few trophies this year. Let's see, Let's see what's going to happen. Well, as I, as I said before, we are so happy to be here. It's uh, Al Nassar's first time that, that it was here in, uh, in Japan. We have two good games to play. We are excited. Uh, the team are, are good. We keep ca- carry on in our preparation. And um, we are happy to be here. We know that Asian people, Japanese people, they are, they are very passionate for football. So we are here to contrib- contribute to give a good show and uh, give our best. And um, I hope that we can do it two amazing games.
0: Right, moving from that part of the world now, Tottenham Hotspur manager Ange Postecoglou is aiming to do things differently and is confident of finding success at the North London club. Speaking to the media in Singapore today, just hours after landing from Bangkok after their pre-season friendly against Leicester City uh, was cancelled due to inclement weather, the 57-year-old Australian spoke of the benefits of developing outlook uh, through his years with different cultures in Japan as well as Scotland. Spurs are going to be facing local side Lion City Sailors at the National Stadium on the 26th
12: of July. Yeah, from my perspective, I, you know that was that was, was really the most um, you know important and, and attractive thing for me was that there's an opportunity here to do something special and uh, you know i love those kind of challenges and um you yeah, know that's what i'll try and sort of deliver over the next uh period as I, you know as long as i'm here and um you yeah, know i'll do things differently because i'm different uh, to every other manager in terms of we're all different in one way or another we all do things our own way there's no you know there's no right or wrong in these kind of things it's just that every person brings uh, you know the, the abilities they have and the way they do things and the way they work and you know, I'll obviously be different from, from other managers in the past and, uh, you know, hopefully I can sort of uh, find the secret that, uh, you know, this football club requires to, to have success. You know, I've, I've loved working in different countries, I've loved working with different cultures. It's allowed me to grow as a person to understand that everyone has, um, you know, a different outlook on life, but that doesn't mean that we all don't share a common um, sort of belief in, in, in wanting to create something special. and. Uh, so I love that part of it. You know, it's what I love about football. You know, it's uh, I've been very blessed that I've uh, I've literally uh, been all over the world. Um, it's and uh, it's because the game touches every aspect of it. And when you have that sort of experience, I think it enriches you as a manager, but more importantly as a person to be able to, to work with um, you know, as you said, people who are literally coming from you know all ends of, of the globe.
0: A record-breaking tournament has continued with the New Zealand family today purchasing the 1,500,000th ticket sold at the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. The milestone tickets were purchased by Maria Strong, organizing a family outing to the Group G fixture between Italy as well as Argentina at Auckland's Eden Park to celebrate her son's 12th birthday. Strong, her husband, as well as three children were invited to meet the FIFA president, Gianni Infantino, who offered them the opportunity to attend all of the remaining matches in the tournament
8: at the Auckland venue. Yeah, well, it's, it's great to uh, to uh, meet uh, the family that has bought the 1.5 million tickets. Uh, again, a world record which has been broken in this particular World Cup, a family from Auckland, three children, uh, football uh, passionate uh, family—it's—it's—it's uh, it's, it's great, and was uh, really a pleasure for me to uh, invite them. Of course, for every game here in uh, in Auckland, so they can enjoy some family time together here.
13: Hi, Rob. This is Anu from Brody Pod. Rob, I'd just like to agree with you on the gutsy performance uh, that was displayed by Banyana. I think uh, the, the coach, you know, got the tactical plan correctly because if you can see from the first half, I mean, uh, we were just absorbing pressure, inviting Sweden to come at us and hoping to catch them on the break, which we did it very well with uh, Jermaine and also with hatlana And that's how we scored a goal in the first place. So I think it really, really worked well. Even though that type of game plan is not really easy uh, and nice on the eye, but it worked, Rob. And to be honest with you, I don't know. I mean, they say Sweden it's uh, ranked the third in the world of women's football, but to be honest with you, I didn't really see any um, any threat from Sweden. To be honest, I think uh, what makes them dangerous is basically you know the set pieces, the corners because they are tall, and also their free kicks, and that's how they scored as well. So look, uh, I think. Um, the only thing where I think we can improve uh, is having a big match temperament because I think uh, when uh, Sweden came and they equalized, we invited Sweden to come at us and we were defending very deep which was the biggest mistake that we did and I felt that we could have pushed more up and really took the game to sweden because they cannot play i mean their middle field was dead they can't play football like we can we are quick we are pacey we are skillful so i just believe that we should have been more uh, bold by taking the game to sweden and really play football and i believe that uh, we had a goal or two to actually even take the game uh, and win it uh, rob but look i mean the, the girls are learning and i believe that uh, come argentina we can get a result there and also with Italy, we can maybe get a salvage at draw, but we're still in it very much so. Andrew from Rudiport, thank you, Rob.
0: Andrew in and Rudiport, thank you so much indeed. We'll take more of your WhatsApp voice notes and reaction. It is a Monday, Reaction Monday, hashtag MSW.
2: Marawa Sports Worldwide Live. In 3, two, one. On 947, Vuma FM, Rise FM, and Soweto
4: Live.
2: Hashtag MSW. On
0: Marawa Sports Worldwide. Eddie our former Orlando Pirates captain, uh, former Zimbabwean international, IX, you name it. It's amazing way when you were saying earlier that you don't remember. We
4: never
0: about it. Do you remember? <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. I'm just asking. I knew you were going to do But do, do you that. remember? I knew you were going to do uh, that. No, don't fight. So do you remember? No, I'm not fighting. Do you know who sings it? Uh, is it? Is it a South African artist? You don't remember. I'm just asking. Uh. You don't remember. It's even asking if you remember. <laughs> Edible Tina. I thank you so much, man. You're such an absolute superstar. Don't ever forget. You're a true legend. You're a legend. I hope you remember.
11: <laughs> Hashtag MSW.
2: Hashtag MSW. It's your ordinary Monday. It's reaction
3: Monday. Hashtag MSW. to the
0: weekend Hill
3: Monday. Huh? Rob, favoritism is going to rob us of victory. Banyana Mangana played their hearts out, but in that game, in yesterday's game, they deserved at least a point. Why didn't they restart? Andile, because Andele is taller, and the Swedish are tall, obviously they were going to use their height to their advantage. This was an opportunity for us to beat Swedish, at least for the first time, or at least to draw against them. But no, favoritism comes into the picture, and we see this happening again in Bafana Bafana. Now, unfortunately, it's rearing its ugly head in the women's national team. It's unfortunate. Hi Robert, Johannes Sasevola from Alexander here. Um, I just want to talk about uh, Vanyana's game um, yesterday. I think the girls played very well. Um, I think they must just work on the set pieces because I think we have considered a lot of corner kicks and then they were actually struggling to defend uh, the the corner kicks and uh, if you can check, we we actually, uh, they even uh, uh, scored from the the, the corner kicks. I think if uh, Desiree Ellis can uh, try to work on this uh, set pieces. I think we will do well because yeah, the uh they were giving us a problem on uh, on the connectives. And so yeah, I think if we can try to defend that, I think we'll do well um, on the next game against uh, Argentina and Italy. We played very very well. We're actually the better team. It's just that we 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 lost uh, in the few in the last uh, minutes, but we we played very well. We played very well. Thanks, Rod.
0: I would go with that sentiment of playing very well. I would go with that. Yeah, there were frustrating moments. I don't want to take or deny that in any way. Like in any football match, there's frustrating moments or moments where you think things can be done differently. Uh, But that was not a bad show at all. And and I'm being kind by saying that. Uh, The previous WhatsApp voice note was talking about favoritism. Do you think that that is the case? A lot of people saying that Andila should have played that game. Uh, She should have started in that game. But like I say, we take a deep breath. And match day two is going to be so decisive. Imagine having held on to that draw. It would have changed our world so, so much. But that's history. It didn't happen. So match day two...
1: Becomes a final for us. <laughs>
3: Probi, I bring a comment on the It's a no, I, I was a young But on point to put it a mess and I'm one of my favorites. Because goalkeeper, uh, cool I think Mundo um, Swinelli, the Africa Cup, our number one goalkeeper cool like Africa. No massage, jumping, injury, in, but yeah, no, scheme, scheme, in, manje, eh, we are not going to Aye, aye, We are born Hi, Tera. Command the local keeper. Hey, boy. As in, Gishogo putu amwatage. I want ten minutes of training. Angsau boi mobile. Angsau team be man. Jenga jelo ganza ngai. Ish, butai. Aso liana manjuma zan. Hi, Rob, it's Vusia um, from London. Um, The girls, they tried their best. Um, My concern, um, I felt they were too defensive. And um, our striker was so isolated. I think in that uh, situation, we needed somebody from the midfield um, who can um, quickly um, send through those early balls using her pace. Because every time when she had the ball, she was a threat to their defense so maybe that's something that they need to look into somebody who is a ball player who can um do those splitting um defense splitting passes to release um um our main target early so that she can do what she does best secondly uh, i think we needed somebody as well who can play as either a 10 even if it's an eight but more attacking so that on transition um she can use the pace to drive forward otherwise um considering that is their first game against one of the best i think they they tried their best thank
0: you rob Thank you so much indeed, those WhatsApp voice notes Yeah, Interrogate them if you want. This is an open platform and especially on a Monday where we welcome you on Reaction Mondays for you to look back at the weekend, whether it's Formula One. Hey, one day we're going to deal with this topic and I see something happening at the, at the Blue Bulls. The women's team is unstoppable. There's some magic that is going on in that Bulls team. I'll tell you all about it though, but if you've been following them, you've been watching them, Please send me a WhatsApp voice note because from where I sit and I've been observing for this entire season, they're just unbeatable, unstoppable. There's just a, a force. What are they doing right over at the Bulls? Yeah, maybe you can give me a heads up as far as that is concerned. But let me just uh, go back to the Women's World Cup with Jamaica producing one of the biggest surprises of the Women's World Cup so far. Uh, they managed to hold on to a no-no draw against France. Uh, France's Kadidiatu Diani Uh, struck the ball with the 90th-minute header, uh, but one of the tournament favourites had to settle for a point. The draw saw Jamaica picking up its first-ever point in the competition. Now, that was despite Jamaica ending the game with uh, 10 players after Khadija Shaw was sent off in time. Uh, That was in time added on. Now, here's their manager, Lorne
11: Donaldson. I would say it's the number one result we have had so far because you know, I mean, you know, you're you're playing a team like France who is just fantastic, and you know, you know, it's it's. To be to answer it, I think it's the number one result I have seen. Men are women, so I would put it there. Oh, yeah, we didn't show up here. I mean, we come in believing that we can get something out of the game. That's a fantastic, I, mean, I want to say, that's a fantastic French team. And um, they're number, what, five in the world or four, something. You know, we always tell our players, don't just not worry about the ranking. Let's just go out there because we know, you know, if we come out and go, you know, and play hard. You got to, first of all, they got to play hard. Okay. And as Denise said, play with your heart. But we said, we give it everything. And you can see, you know, even though she got a red card, she was fantastic tonight. You know, Bonisha, she gave, she gave it everything. But I just think that they, 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 the smaller nations are believing that they can get this done.
0: Yeah, I can believe that, coach. I can certainly believe that. And watching Jamaica play, my goodness. There's also just some refereeing that's been very dodgy. The kind of red cards that have been given to some of the players, there's actually a history uh, to what is going on. But we'll touch on that on a different day. Uh, heading back to the main topic that everybody's been talking about today was South Africa. Their coach, Desiree Ellis, insisting that she was very, very proud of her team on Sunday after the 2-1 defeat to Sweden in the opening game of the 2023 FIFA World Cup. Now South Africa caught Sweden of God uh, when Hilda Magai uh, scored in the 48th minute to take that shock lead in Group G uh, while threatening to notch the first major upset in the entire tournament.
2: They came off a bit disappointed because of the loss because uh, we felt we could have got a better result. But the way we played, um, you know, very proud of that. Um, Stuck to the game plan, um, we knew we'd get balls on transition, uh, we knew we'd, we'd get chances um, you know and we scored um, and uh, that is our that is one of our strengths. We have the speed up front we have the skill up front we have this we have the skill within the midfield and we defensively were really really good and that is a big plus for us I think uh, the players are a bit disappointed that we conceded right at the end, um, but I felt that if we had taken our chances once again, we could have been talking something different. I think we've played Sweden a couple of times and um, except for the The game in uh, Cape Town, where we lost 3 0 coming off uh, off season. All the other results were very close. Uh, Olympics, we lost 1 0. Uh, We drew with them as well. Um, So it's been very close. And our our, um, analysts, we must really say big thank you. Um, Everything they came, it was spot on. The way we trained was spot on. Um, We knew that we were going to get chances in transition. And if we had taken those, if we'd made better decisions, let's put it that way, if we made better decisions in the final third, you know, uh, we would have been talking something different. But I think uh, a couple of decisions didn't go our way. That maybe could have gone our way. Um, That was tough for us, but uh, they've shown resilience. They've shown bravery and they've shown we said people will see what South Africa is all about this time around. And I'm sure people definitely saw a big difference compared to 2019. Uh, The way the team played today um, gives us a lot of confidence, uh, gives us a lot of momentum as well, knowing that we've been toe to toe with the number three country in the world, you know, we played um, number two in 2019, but knowing we went toe-to-toe with them and it took a superhuman effort from them to get the result, uh, We're very positive for the next two matches. We're not uh, Underestimating the teams, but we know our capabilities. We know what we're good at and we know, um, you know, what we need to do I don't think it's all doom and gloom. Um, you know, um, I think if you if you look at the result versus the performance um, It's a completely different thing. It's not just a a, a result that we were not in the game. It's a result that we were in the game and and could have won it.
0: Well, a quick word from the Banyana Banyana goalkeeper Caelan Swart to say that the team is fired up for the uh, upcoming group games following the epic battle uh, with one of the women's World Cup favourites, Sweden. Swart, who surprisingly got the nod uh, between the stakes against Sweden in the opening match in New Zealand, says that the African champions are even more fired up uh, for the rest of the group matches following a spirited showing against one of the world's best.
14: I think today was fine margins. Um, yes, we obviously tried to work on all these things that happened in the game and I think we really showed so much character tonight. Um, I think we can look back at this game and hope that we just take all the positives and you know go into the next game with a lot more confidence and knowing that we are capable of playing these big teams. Um, I think we surprised them quite a bit. Um, I don't think they saw that one coming. Um, but yeah, it's just the little things that we got to work on, and, yeah, I mean, if you look at it, they're five times taller than us, so, <laughs> yeah, so it was, it was tough. We tried to contain them when it came to set-pieces, but obviously, like I said, it's uh, fine margins that lost us the game today. I think, um, obviously, there were moments where we held onto the ball quite a bit, um, and we really showed character. We showed that we can play possession football. Um, but yeah, if you defending for a long period, obviously the shifting becomes less and less so yeah i think um obviously we just got to keep working and once we get back onto the training field and i'm sure the coaches will you know have a plan for the next game but yeah there's so many positives to take from this one and we look forward to the next one i wouldn't say it's a set a setback i think this will fuel us more for the next one um we played so well, we had great moments, and if we can continue on those great moments, I think the next game will be a better showing for us, and obviously if we just stick together now, um, I don't think it would be uh, a tough um, hurdle to come over, but yeah, I think we're going to be t- disappointed tonight, but tomorrow we'll dust ourselves off and go again. Uh, it came off um, the deflected off, one of the defenders, so... Yeah, I think also the weather and the pitch, you know, the skid of the ball could have been a lot of things. But, yeah, we can't blame each other. We just got to, um, you know, take it uh, and hopefully just move on.
0: Well, early on on Hashtag MSW, we spoke to... Wayne Sanderlands, who's
3: now joined Amazulu. Good evening. Let me welcome Wayne to Uusutu family. What a way to join us uh, Mr. Marawa. Winning that uh, Premier's Cup on the weekend. I think the team can build on that uh, result Mr. Marawa. I'm very very happy for us And as, as our Amazulu supporter, we will be behind the boys all the way in the new season Mr. Marawa. I wish them all the best. In the the coming season. Thank you, Mr. Marawa. Coach Good evening,
15: Number one, um, I believe Banyana Banyana played well. The only issue with me is the last 10, 15 minutes of the game, of which I believe coach Desiree Ellis could have done a lot better. How? By infecting some changes there, because the, some players was just visibly tired, so very tired. I don't know why she couldn't bring in two fresh players just to pile up pressure on Sweden before they got their second goal. Uh, then it is what it is number two Kaiser Chiefs I don't know is it possible that maybe they can extend their um, what do you call this um, pre-season session or something they're not ready they're just not ready I mean uh, Younger FC set up the stage for them the fans were there the pitch was fine though it looked like a a bit muddy I don't know how per second I describe the pitch but they cannot come and say maybe the pitch or something but they were just present but a no-show. They just invited a reputation not the the, the, the team as in like bringing their A-game. It's just the reputation that is left. There's nothing other than just that, Semaral. It was just a painful experience for one to watch though I'm, a, I'm an Orlando Pirates fan but I was rallying behind Kaiser Chiefs because there was a lot at stake. I mean, that was not a national team that was playing but for the mere basis that they are from South Africa playing a Tanzanian team, I expected them to do better. I mean, we played European teams, Samara. We were playing in, in Spain. I mean, mesmerizing teams, destroying them. And they were laughing at us saying that we're playing at a backyard school or something, whatever the case. They just couldn't perform. The stage was set for them. What an embarrassment. A backyard school? Good evening to you, Mr. Marawa, and good evening to your listeners as well. uh, My reaction Monday will go to Banyana Banyana. I was thoroughly impressed with their performance. They did very well compared to the opponents in which they were playing against. A team that is ranking number three in the whole world. Unbelievable performance by our team. I'm so surprised why are they being treated second best compared to their male counterparts. I believe at this stage they are actually supposed to be put in an advanced stage compared to their male counterparts because of what they do for the team, for the nation. They carry our hope. They represent us so well. They are doing so well. Impressed with their performance, everything that they did on the day was amazing. And uh, I also want to touch on the Kaiser Chiefs game and the friendly that happened between Kaiser Chiefs and Yanga of Tanzania. I was thoroughly impressed with Bule Modi's uh, performance, he did very well in that game. I believe we're in for an exciting uh, season of the DSTV Premiership. Thank you very much, Mr. Marawa. Salashon in Islay, Salashon in Islay,
0: thank you so much indeed. Wow, a remarkable. And a very quick hour that's uh, flown by here, taking all of your reaction from the weekend. Hashtag MSW. Thank you so much indeed. Varied opinions around the national team and other related topics as well. We'll be back again tomorrow, same place, same time.
2: Marawa Sports Worldwide Live. In 3, two, one. On 947. Vuma FM, Rise FM and Soweto
4: Live.
10: Hashtag MSW.